welcome to Litigation Psychology Podcast brought to you by Courtroom Sciences. Dr. Steve Wood back with Zen Jen, Jen Donovan for part two. We, she was going a little bit long and we wanted to make sure we kept it short. So we split it into two parts for you. So we're going to continue on with part two of Jen going through all of her health and wellness information. Jen, take it away. Thank you. Another thing I love to do with different groups is brush off the energy that isn't ours. And, and I say that responsibly because how easy would it be to be like, well, I don't like whatever that energy is, that is with, from this person. That's not mine, <laughs> I'm gonna brush it off. No, we get to hold responsibility of what's ours in it and what's not. But a lot of times we can start a day and someone can just come in and dump their day on you. It's happened to everybody. And I just feel like we have in that moment a conscious choice of letting that go. And that's what this Qigong is like brushing off as we breathe. We start at the top of the head. We just brush it off all the way down, all the way down the other side. Like not mine, not mine. And it's a really important conscious effort to bring clarity to your part in whatever's just happened in that piece of stress or that piece of being mindful for you. So I love that. I also love um, when we do like what we call a pat down and it's just kind of activating energy, like tapping. We start at the crown of the head and we just tap, tap, tap and we do the forehead and we go under the eyes and it's about like a five count, right? Under the nose, chin, come down to your collarbones, down the sternum, to your belly. And you can, you can tap or pat as loud or as strong or as light as you need. Go all the way down, you're gonna see me disappear. <laughs> all the way down to your feet, up the backs of the legs, sides of the legs, at your hips, come all the way forward, all the way back up to the crown of the head. It's like an activation technique that really works. And especially if you have like a big meeting or, something big in court the next day, or, uh, you know, you know, you're going to have a stressful conversation with someone. These are those quick, easy button tips and tools. Surprisingly, it works because you stop stressing, doing and focusing on what you don't want and come to something that makes you step back, sit up straight, drop back, get in your breath, feel your body, come from a different frame of mind. Really, that's the goal. Okay, so after we do that, we do some checking in with the body. And so that's mm, stress tends to live a lot in the neck, shoulders, jaw, wrist. So I want to go over those techniques where we just get in the body a little bit more, um, trying to think of, I think I explained the onion, we're like an onion. As these stress layers, they build on, they build on like this big giant onion with all these layers. As we do these practices, the goal is to dissolve or peel away some of these layers so that, gosh, eventually we'll get hopefully into this calm center space, the sweet space. And so the next one is to just drop your chin. And depending on how you slept, listen to your body. If it doesn't feel good to take the head and neck all the way around doing these rotations, you can do what I call half moons, where your chin is to the chest. You take ear to shoulder, chin to chest, ear to shoulder, chin to chest. That's a half moon as you breathe through your nose. If you can take the head and neck all the way back, just go slow and gentle. You might hear some clicking, some popping, some releasing is what's happening. It's just air. It's not bone. 
and you just want to go all the way around and you're getting information about how you slept, how you're dealing with stress. So much of us, so many of us compartmentalize stress and we don't actually admit that we're under stress, especially when I'm working with first responders, right? I work with the International Chief of Police, the International Forensic Nurses. I work with people who are dealing, like they're the first responders with really horrific stuff same thing with judges, same thing with attorneys we're reading and doing through these horrible cases, right? Well, we just start to think that we need to be tough and that we learn to compartmentalize and we're not really dealing with, and then over time what happens? Cancer, sickness, all kinds of physical problems. We're not incorporating all the different things. Go the other way with the head and the neck. We're not really admitting to ourselves that we need help, that we need to do something about this. We all need ways to de-stress, like it or not. So that first piece, when I walk in, especially, you know, to these different demographics, it's like, oh, right, she's calling us out. <laughs> and I'm not just calling you out as your average, and you can come back around center and pause, your average just yoga teacher. I'm a person who worked 24 years with the National Council of Juvenile Family Court Judges. I got to work with Steve on cases, go to court, sit in courtrooms and code child abuse and neglect cases. And I, I was doing the yoga and these things on the side while I was doing this with judges and taking this to conferences and observing the stress and being in the courtrooms um, and, and working with children in shelters. So I can really translate and connect with the reality of what this is. And I'm not just hey, I'm here to teach you how to breathe and do a triangle pose or a tree pose. It's so much deeper than that. So I'm glad that kind of came up because it's important. <laughs> it's important to bridge that. Mm -hmm. So now, we're, what were you gonna say something? No, no, no. no okay, no. yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna roll our shoulders. So now you're gonna lift your shoulders. This is important. You're picking up those layers of stress that tend to go here and you're gonna kiss the shoulder blades together. It's like purifying it and drop it off behind you. So pick it up. Squeeze, drop. There's something about this simple movement that you could do in your car, at your desk, take a break, and just literally, you're consciously picking it up, squeezing it, and letting it go behind you. You're not letting it stagnate, and you're not letting the muscles get harder and harder and harder, causing knots and further discomfort. Now you're gonna go forward and down, so pick up, squeeze forward, and drop it off in front of you. Up, forward, and down forward and down good and come back to center and then we're going to get into the jaw so you're going to take your low jaw side to side mine's cracking and popping sounds crazy like popcorn i tend to hold it here like a lot of people do and you can also take peace fingers and rub out these muscles in the jaw where the jaw upper and lower jaw connect doing like five circles one way and then five the other way and it's amazing just doing these little things shifts your perspective right okay good from their wrists i always like to target wrists because so many of us sit or stand or whatever is we're doing we're typing all day long so making fists rule out your wrists nice and slow and don't do it like a robot <laughs> we can all do that you're not going to get as many benefits as if you're really touching in feeling what you're feeling across the top of the hand as you open up right this joint and feed it synovial fluid which is good for the joint and you're going to go five times and five times the other way 
you know, when we do repetitive motion, like typing in a job for years and years and years, every day, all day, of course, it's going to have wear and tear on your body. It's like not changing your tires for 15 years. Well, now you're driving your poor car on the rims. Now, shake out the wrist. We're going for longevity and we're going for best self. Good. Shake out the wrist. Release. Let go. Okay, five deep breaths. I always say, if you remember anything from me, I want you to remember the five deep breaths. I think it's the fastest, most effective technique that I've got in my easy button tool bag, <laughs> the Jen's wellness self-care tool bag. I want you to at least remember that and you can repeat it as much as you need to. So sitting up tall or standing tall, you're gonna take one hand in front of you first um, about four to six inches so that you would feel the heat of your breath, right? So this is called fogging the mirror. The reason we fog the mirror is so that you learn how to make the breathing sound correctly. So here's the mirror. I breathe in through my nose, deep breath, fill my lungs full, and then I constrict the back of the throat and I say, ha. So adjust the hand to wherever you can feel the heat of your hand and visualize that you've fogged the mirror, okay? So deep breath in, exhale out. Deep breath in and out. That's three. Again, inhale, exhale. One more together, inhale. Exhale. And don't be afraid to make the sound because as we engage the core, we're also clearing the lungs. We're forcing out that breath. But now you're going to try to do it with your mouth closed, but you're going for that same sound and feeling. So when you close your mouth, sit tall, hands on your body somewhere just to ground. You're going to inhale in through the nose. From, you're drawing the breath from low in the belly. I call it the three steps, right? So low in the belly is here. Bring it up to your diaphragm here. Up into the chest is three. Bring it chest down, two, diaphragm. Ring it out, low belly. So we inhale in through the nose. One, two, three. Exhale, three, two, one. As you get good at this breath, you can practice laying down. I tell people to do this technique when you're trying to fall asleep at night. Super helpful because you're making this white noise sound like the sound of the ocean. When I teach kids, I say it's Darth Vader breath, which makes it a lot more fun <laughs> for everybody. So you're just gonna breathe in through the nose. You can hear that sound. Exhale through the nose. Inhale in. Exhale out. You start to relax into the breath. Everything starts to settle. So if you are feeling highly stressed and you can remember that five deep breaths, it's going to immediately, like you didn't even tell the sound of my voice, the pace I'm talking to you. <laughs> I just went into Zen Jen. Yeah, there I'm getting sleepy now. Now I'm trying to wake you up. But it really has that, that's the effect. That's the proof of the effect. It's just incredible. And as you get good at the one, two, three, I want you to start breathing deeper because one, two, three is very mm, introductory, very beginner. 
right? Students I've worked with for two decades, right? Now they're breathing counts of eight. And the reason is because as we're doing a practice with movement, we breathe to the pace that we're moving and it becomes this balance of light and strong in our practice. So I just want you to know, we start with three, with the idea years and years from now, getting to maybe four, five, six, seven, eight, deeper, bigger lungs, more oxygen. Okay, so that was really good. Next, I wanna go into, I was gonna go through all of the nine healing breaths, but I think I'm just gonna simplify for time, I suppose. Um, another one that is deeply healing, I do a lot with children and um, ADHD kids or kids that are, you know, changing all the language around labeling, not labeling um, different demographics of people and children, but anyone that is struggling to just be in their own skin um, or to fall asleep or is under high stress, I love the harmonizing breath. And the simplest way to teach it is to take your right hand, fold the three fingers down if you can, hang loose. And if that's not attainable, you just make two fingers, two fingers, peace fingers on each hand. And we're gonna go from alternating and holding out the breath with the nostrils. What we're doing is we're slowly regulating the breath in, we're holding, and we're slowly like releasing air out of a bike tire, controlling the breath out, right? So, and it becomes so slow and so gentle that we really start to see and feel those effects. We're balancing male and female energy. They say, you know, it can go on and on into all these different thoughts and theories of uh, sun and moon, whatever, one side, one complete side of the body to the other complete side of the body. The effects are in the brain. So doing, we'll just do two rounds together. So make the hang loose or do the peace finger signs. The other hand that has nothing to do, place it on your low belly, hold that Don Tien, your center, right? But two, three inches below your belly button. Feel your hand, sit tall or stand. We're gonna pinch the left nostril shut with the pinky finger. And we're gonna invite slowly the breath in through the right side. Even if you're stuffed nose or you have a stuffy nose, um, you'll find as you start to do this, it opens up and you can breathe really clearly. It's kind of a funny thing. So you'll breathe in through the right side slowly for a count of six eventually. Maybe today it's just breathe in. So breathe in. At the top of your breath, use your thumb. Pinch both nostrils are now shut, holding out the breath for maybe three or just hold it as long as you can. And then we're going to let go out the left side. Exhale. At the bottom of the breath, hold it out. So you're squeezing your core. And then we inhale, left side, inhale. Pinch, hold it out. Exhale, right side, slowly. Hold out the breath. Good, we're gonna do, that's one full round. We're gonna do it again. Inhale, right side. Pinch, hold it out. Exhale, left side. Hold it out at the bottom. Inhale, left side slowly. Fill the lungs, hold it out. Exhale out the right side. Hold out the breath, release your hand. So <clears throat> in a full practice, 
we would do seven rounds. So you can imagine the effect. We just did two. And so mm, finding how to do this or being reminded how to do this, either watch this video or go to the website or the Instagram, I have it there. Um, or reach out if you like would like the written instructions. Some people like it that way. That is the first really most important breath in the nine healing breath. These practices come from the Himalayas, from the Tibetans. They've been used for hundreds and thousands, even thousands of years. You know, who knows how long it's been passed down, passed down, passed down. Why? Because it works. I do this practice every day, all nine. It takes me 15 minutes in the morning to get through my practice. So eventually you can do it that quick. That's a break. You choose to take the break. You choose to do these things that are good for you, right? Okay. So because of time, see, Steve, we use time. Like I could, I tell my students this all the time or the judges or wherever I am. I wish I had three hours with you. There's just so much to go over. So there are eight other breathing techniques there. I really want to go into this next one. Like I'm highlighting easy buttons, things you can do in the moment, stress during the holidays, during your work day, during any day, um, you're going to sit or stand like me and you're going to, this is called a hand tracing meditation and it's syncing your breath to the movement of tracing your hands. So you start to get a taste of what yoga or qigong practice is when we can deepen the breath and in sync move with the breath, right? So what we're going to do is sit tall and straight. And at first, you, maybe you're going to watch me, but then maybe you close your eyes. You're going to take your pointer finger on the right hand. Here's my left hand. <clears throat> I'm going to inhale. I'm going to start at the base of my thumb where the wrist is. And I'm going to inhale up, but it's a count of three. So inhale, one, two, three, to the top. Exhale, down, three, two, one. Now I'm in the web of the thumb. Inhale, up the pointer finger. Inhale. Exhale, inhale, once you've got the mechanics, close your eyes. Make sure you're breathing one, two, three, exhale, three, two, one, pinky finger, inhale, exhale, and then guess what? You reverse the tracing, so now I go up the pinky side. So what we're doing, keep going, is I'm nicely tricking you tricking your brain into giving you an assignment because most of us have squirrel brains, right? The monkey mind. So I'm giving you something to do with your breath and with your brain and physically. So we're, and you just can keep going, do another round. By counting, right? You're quieting the mind, whether you realize it or not, you're starting to filter out all those, the bombardment of all the stressful things, all the thoughts, all the to-dos. Because I have to focus, I have to concentrate. One, two, three, exhale. Right now we're going the reverse. And you can do this over and over. Maybe you just need one round of it. But I wanted to show this. I do this a lot with children, teenagers, and adults. I'm going to teach it today at the courthouse. I think it's a great one. You could even do it in your lap, under your desk. Nobody's going to know what you're doing. And I love that. That's why it's an easy button. Good, release it and let it go. So hand tracing, matching the pace of the breath to the movement while counting. Love it. 
Okay, this next one, you're going to, since we're kind of in that Zen space, you fall asleep. I'm I'm going to put some of these to practice. I don't do them while we're on the podcast, but I can guarantee you I do them off the podcast. Yes, and please share them with your family, with friends, like anyone who's like, gosh, I'm really stressed. Well, you know, you know, my son uses some of these for baseball, right? I love that baseball tournaments. That. Yeah. Yes, I had the honor of working with him, and and the effectiveness is just unbelievable. Yeah. So yes, all ages. You even this breath work. You know how I was making the sound of the ocean, or I said Darth Vader breath. I would breathe my little babies to sleep. I would just lay next to them. They're fussy, crying. And I would just say, just breathe. I would just breathe. This is before they could do anything. And I would breathe them to sleep. That sound is so meditative. And now they've learned that all these years, you know, they have these tools. Lifelong. Okay, the next one is close your eyes and you can sit or lay down wherever you guys are out there. Um, set your space, maybe lay a towel over your eyes to block the light. Maybe you have a blanket over you and it's just a short visualization where we just go through the body and you'll hear me um, as a sound healer. I mean, if you could see, you can see I have a lot of instruments, gongs and flutes and crystal bowls and metal bowls and chimes and all kinds of fun things that I've collected from all over the world uh, that have a story that have been handmade. And why do I love sound healing? Why do I think it's so healing? Well, each instrument um, has a vibration like we do. We're made of atoms. We're made of almost all water and we vibrate like energy. And so do these instruments and they've been tuned to match that vibration megahertz and create an opening, a healing, a balance, a harmony within. And so I will play these instruments for groups. I'm even now going into not just nonprofit and this kind of work, but into corporate. Like Best Buy has me come every week. And I play all my instruments and teach meditation. Can you believe that? Like, this is how far we've come. And it's, it's exciting. I did work at Best Buy at one time. So I can imagine you how you need meditation yeah. in order to, yeah. be able to get through day to day sometimes. Especially in brown, black service. Yeah. 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 We're dealing with people <sighs> and taking stress. And you're right. And so anyway, it's really been just an amazing thing that's happening. And so I do sound healings one-on-one where the instruments can be placed on your body. You can imagine what that must feel like. Um, Or I play for you over an hour and different groups up to three hours. I'm now taking this in front of judges. Uh, There were 500 judges and here I come with all my instruments. They loved it. They loved it. The world is changing. The world is hungry for it because of the effects on your brain. So these instruments also, like especially my my bowls and the gong, those are called like sound baths. And basically you can, it's a quick way to get the brain into a deep, deep meditative state of mind that would be probably impossible for most of us. Even those of us that practice all these years and have a meditation practice, still difficult to get the brain there. It's like a, an easy button to get the brain into delta and theta brain waves. Incredible effects. And you guys have seen like sonar therapy, right? Ultrasound, how we're blasting things in the kidney stones and different things through sound. It's incredible. So that's a whole nother, we could do a whole podcast on sound, um, truly. 
So I'm going to just have you close your mind, close your mind, close your mind, quiet your mind, close your eyes, and just kind of think about what I was saying about how the body is made of water and energy and atoms and how we vibrate and how if over time stress starts to block or stagnate energy flow, what happens, right? Or how we get so stuck or sick. Um, to open that up through sound therapy, um, I have lots of little easy button sound bites and references that I could have you listen to on YouTube as well, or we can do one together. It's just incredible. But I just, with your ears, as you're breathing, your eyes are closed. You're just scanning your body from your toes. Inhale all the way up to the crown of the head. Exhale all the way back down to your feet and just keep doing that. And these little sounds you're just going to hold on to, like you anchor your ear to that sound. And do hopefully have, it, it comes through. Do you have some of those sounds you want to play for us? Yeah, I'm going to play. I have these new, they're Japanese chimes. And I have one for each element. And so I'll just say the element. And you guys just close your eyes and just breathe through your body. So this was, did I say earth? So this one is earth. Breathe in, breathe out. Hopefully it's coming through. I'm gonna add air. So here comes air element. Just relax and breathe. Obviously, if we had more time, I would play all of the different instruments. Here's fire. And lastly, water. All of these instruments are tuned to harmonize with each other. It's just a taste of, of these different sounds, and I'll show you the whole thing. Here's, here's the whole thing. So now it's each so one of those, nice. it's a different sound? Yeah, I mean, they're different. They sound similar, but the, the goal, yeah, obviously, is for it to, to be different. Then they're tuned to the element. So whatever fires megahertz is, that will match. Maybe it's 150 or 400 megahertz. Same with all my crystal bowls or my metal bowls. Each one is tuned to a specific area in the body. Like my heart bowl is tuned to that megahertz to open, to help heal, shift, move energy. So you can imagine dropping into a sound meditation, it's just incredible. And when you know that you're having these profound effects on your brain, what amazing sacred medicine is just incredible. So I encourage you to ask questions or reach out to me. Um, I can go deeper into that part. I wanted to at least share it a little bit. And then there's one more thing. I know I was going to talk about food and blessings. I, maybe I will just touch on that a little bit. 
I like to remind you as we go into the holidays to not be so hard on yourself, never start a new diet, never try to not have, you're just, right, we're just setting ourselves up for more stress. And so I say, have what you want, but maybe cut it in half or maybe start your day with the hot lemon water to get things moving. Um, hydration is key. I always say drink half your body weight in ounces a lot of ounces right so we need to be hydrated don't drink too much because that also causes issues mm, oh, you're referring I to water right now over the holidays water. make sure that i'm referring uses... to water of <laughs> no. course i am i'm talking about hydration not dehydration <laughs> yes so important and especially if you are choosing to celebrate or whatever oh my gosh then please drink more water even more water um, as you go to parties and you're preparing all these foods, like I said, a tip trick is to only have half, right? Like, so maybe you put it on your plate, you have a bite or two. They say with dessert, the first three bites are the most important. After that, the brain isn't even enjoying or recognizing. So say you have a piece of pumpkin pie, just have three bites. Why do you have to eat the whole thing? You know, we need to kind of break that up a little bit. And, and I love this too. It's like, what could you add in that would be a healthy choice? So yeah, you have all these indulgent things, but the poor salad that's sitting there lonely saying, me, pick me, nobody wants to pick that, but choose it. Start choosing that too, putting it, getting the green on your plate, so important. So if there's one thing you can add in that's a healthy choice, do it. And I always say this, food is thy medicine. Literally, pay now or pay later. What does that mean? Well, how many people come up and say, Jen, it's so expensive to eat organic. I can't afford it. Da, 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 da. It's just not true. We're talking about vegetables and fruit. We're, um, that's what I'm really like having you go after. Look up the dirty dozen, right? the clean list. Choose, make those kinds of choices. These are things that you can do. And if you think of food as medicine and you can understand the ingredients on all the labels, you're making significant big changes, whether you realize it or not. I would rather pay for healthy organic food for prevention than have to go to the pharmacy and pay for med medication to deal with these issues. That's me. And then the next thing I say, that in which you eat, drink, breathe, and think becomes your guide to a physical, and mental fitness. True. Eat more plant-based organic. Of course, I'm going to say that, you guys. I'm the raw foodie plant-based girl over here. Um, and before you eat or drink anything, slow down and hold some gratitude. You know, it is November. People are doing gratitude practices anyway, at least through December and into the new year, I feel like, why can't that be part of our day every day? Why aren't we just grateful for how the food got to our table? A lot happens. And when you slow down enough to think about your garden that you're tending to, someone else grew that food for you. It didn't just appear there. I love that. So I, and I always say, at least take a deep breath before you dig into your food. Can you eat mindfully, consciously, right and remove that robot and that unconscious person over there that's just shoving it down because of time this that and the other well, that says a lot right there you probably shouldn't even be eating if you're just shoving it down to get it down too um 
I love bringing into practice. And even if it's for November or December, a blessing at mealtime. And maybe there's one meal out of the whole day that your family gets together. Maybe it's just you. And, and, and this is the one that I read at conference or before I, we serve um, food is we are mindful that this food before us has already been blessed by the sun, the earth, and the rain. We pause to be grateful for the hidden gifts of life in this food. There's that life, the live enzymes in the food. That's raw food. And that just means not cooking it to death. We want the enzymes to break down, to digest faster, better, so we feel good. Um, okay, so that was what I wanted to say about that. I did talk to you guys about the hydration. Starting the day with hot or warm water with some lemon is Ayurvedic. It also gets things moving in your system before you start down the coffee train. Important. Um, and there was one more thing. What you breathe in, I love these, I have three for you, you believe in. What you breathe in, what you take in, what you choose to invite in your body through breath, you believe in. The breath is a language that the body understands. I love that too. That's why breath work is everywhere. Everybody's doing it. Thank God, learn proper breathing. Take the time to invite that in as a practice. I love this one too. This was my last one. This breathwork teaches us to breathe in the rhythms of the parasympathetic nervous system, allowing us to bring the heart and the brain into synchronization and coherence so that our neural networks can singularly focus in the state of monotasking. We can get to where we can monotask, to where we can bring our attention into clarity, to being here now. And that's my affirmation. My mantra is be here, like right now even, be here with me now, not somewhere else. Right? That takes practice. You have to keep bringing yourself into the now. Lastly, how do I apply these practices? Well, at first, it's an intention. You choose. You wake up and you're going to choose, like flipping a switch. You have to do the practice. So you have the intention. It becomes a behavior. Pretty soon it becomes a habit. Then it becomes your practice. Then it becomes second nature. And lastly, it's just simply who you are. I love that too. I think that's so important. And that is the end. Yeah. <laughs> there was so much more. No, I know I'm you sorry. have. We're gonna, like I said, I, we can yeah. have you on. We can have you on uh, again to go over all that stuff because I know you have. Yeah. You have a lot of stuff, but hopefully yeah, this was enough to, so you know, it's a little bit of a recap from it what is. you had talked about before, but at the same time, adding some new pieces in here, which, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of the audience appreciates because I've heard from people how they put some of this stuff into practice. So Good. like I said, That's I use great. it myself uh, on certain yes. instances. So yes. I appreciate it. And your son too. And it's like, see how it can have what I'm calling as this beautiful ripple effect. And so it may come to you to do it when you least expect it. And at least now, like you've heard it a couple of times and I think that repetition is key. And so each time our, it's important to go over what we've learned because then it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. I like that. Yeah. So, so, so thank I mean, you. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about it before. So it's wellness yeah. for number four judiciary, right? Dot com. Yes, yeah, and at Gmail too, you can do that same 
altogetherwellnessforjudiciary at gmail if you want to send me an email it's my same tag on instagram where there are short little videos and wellness for judiciary the number four um, dot com is the website and it has more information up there about the bowls and yeah. stuff that we haven't even gotten to the yes. bowls yet. no and that's a whole nother guided quiet meditation yeah. where i introduce a lot of the instruments which is great so yes there's lots to do we could do a food demo too like here's jen's green drink or right or do the celery challenge i've led um, offices and teams and groups through that 30 days of celery juice in the morning as an elixir you know that's a new really one i haven't i haven't heard that one yeah you haven't done that one with me no, yet but it's no. great yeah. Well, a lot of the other stuff we've done, the cleanses and stuff had, had worked yeah. really well uh, is a good reset button to yeah. eating. Like it's almost like as if it changes your palate so that I remember after I did That's it, true. trying to eat anything that was sugary after afterwards was just a no go whole flavor. Everything just changed. So there's definitely mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. You're right about that because your um, taste buds get, they just kind of die off or go deadened by so much processed sugar as you take out sugar, they come back. You're tasting things so differently. I remember yeah. you experiencing that. That's true. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Jen. Uh, You're welcome. Like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll schedule you to get come back on again. Okay. So maybe next time bring the bowls. Um, yeah. Anyway, like I said, I appreciate it. Sure. This has been another edition of the Litigation Psychology Podcast brought to you by Courtroom Sciences.